Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 164. Excuse me, says Selim, but can you perhaps call Mr. Blanding and tell him I am still waiting? She looks at him as if she looks up at him as if surprised to see he is still there, as if they had not been sitting five feet apart for two and a half hours. He's at lunch, she says. He'd add Dudge. Selim knows, knows deep down in his gut, that Blanding was the man with the unlit cigar. When will he be back? She shrugs, takes a bite of her sandwich. He's busy with appointments for the rest of the day, she says. He'd biddy wit appointments for the red of the day. Will he see me then when he comes back? asks Selim. She shrugs and blows her nose. Selim is hungry, increasingly so, and frustrated and powerless. At three o'clock, the woman looks at him and says, He won't be coming back. Excuse? Bitter badig. He won't be coming back today. Can I make an appointment for tomorrow? She wipes her nose. You have to tedafod. Poidbids odi by tedafod. I see, said Selim. And then he smiles. A salesman, Foud had told him many times before he left Muscat, is naked in America without his smile. Tomorrow I will telephone, he says. He takes his sample case and he walks down the many stairs to the street where the freezing rain is turning into sleet. Selim contemplates the long, cold walk back to the 46th Street Hotel in the weight of the sample case. Then he steps to the edge of the sidewalk and waves at every yellow cab that approaches, whether the light on top is on or off, and every cab drives past him. One of them accelerates as it passes. A wheel dives into a water-filled pothole, spraying freezing muddy water over Selim's pants and coat. For a moment, he contemplates throwing himself in front of one of the lumbering cars, and then he realizes that his brother-in-law would be more concerned with the fate of the sample case than that of Selim himself, and that he would bring grief to no one but his beloved sister, Foud's wife, for Selim had always been an embarrassment to his father, and... And that's our page. When Selim inquires uh, the reception, if the receptionist can call Mr. Blanding, there's an unfamiliar surname there. Blanding appears to come from west of Yorkshire, England. It goes back to at least the 10th century in the form of Bland or Blands. The name Blanding began to show up more in the late 17th century or so. First known use of the name in America appears to be a man named William Blanding in 1855. But I got nothing out of that. I was hoping there'd be some dark research behind that name, and I, I didn't find it. Salim does get better acquainted with the joys of the bureaucratic system here in America. Mr. Blanding isn't going to keep his appointment, but if Salim wants to make one for tomorrow despite being in the office, he has to call in to do so. Salim remembers Foud's words and still leaves the office with a smile on his face and the promise to call in the morning. I appreciate Salim not taking his frustrations out on the receptionist, who has absolutely no control over the asshole that she works for. Then Salim is drenched with ice-cold water and considers throwing himself in front of a cab before realizing that it would be a useless gesture because Foud wouldn't care as much about Salim as he would the sample case of crap. Salim then realizes the only person who would mourn him would be his sister, who is not named anywhere in this story. I was curious because he says his beloved sister, but yet we don't ever get him thinking about her by name. And I was trying to figure out what this was. I think it's more a reflection of his culture, but I also don't know enough about his culture to make that assumption. I, I poked around a bit, though. About 28% of the workforce in Oman is female. In the U.S., it's closer to 47%. And the current percentage of women in the 116th U.S. Congress is 21. 
which is a bit higher than Oman's 10%. Oman did begin a new age of gender integration in the early 1970s, and things have been improving over the decades, though pretty slowly. Oman still ranks 122nd out of 144th in the Global Gender Gap Index, published every year by World Economic Forum. But of course, the World Economic Forum has its own set of biases, so take all that with a grain of salt. I just think it's strange, though, that we get a reference to Salim's sister on almost every page up to this point, I think. But we don't ever get her name. It's Is this authorial bias on Neil's part? I don't think so. Is it a reflection of Salim's character and upbringing? I think it's more of that, but it still seems shitty. I, I don't. I guess I don't really have an answer to this, and I also don't really have a whole lot of notes on this page, so ranting about that for three minutes seemed like a better use of my time than not. It's just one of those considerations I'm trying to have going forward as we read, just seeing how the women in the novel are treated, and there are precious few of them, so I guess prepare for more rants about this later. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real.